0: Good morning. My name is Bill Sullivan. I'm the vice president for Denodo here in uh, Washington, D.C., with responsibility for their federal government business. I have the privilege today of speaking with Justin Marsico, the Chief Data Officer for the uh, U.S. Federal Government uh, Bureau of Fiscal Service within the uh, Department of Treasury. It's a particularly critical agency for both for the government and for our country. Uh, Justin, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here on CDO Magazine uh, Discussion.
1: Absolutely, thank you so much for having me here, Bill. It's a real privilege.
0: I wanted to um, just ask if there's any other topics that you know you're you're the first CDO in the the agency doing great work. Any anything you've learned or anything you'd like to share with your fellow you know government executives, be they chief data officers or uh, you know line officers uh, that that you think might benefit them as a result of your experience.
1: One of the things that's been really helpful to me by being a part of the community of, of CEO Magazine is by getting to meet people who are CEOs in other non-government organizations, You know, working in, let's say the financial sector um, or the technology sector um, or even in like marketing or, or retail. One of the things that I've discovered, which has been really eye-opening for me is that many of these executives are facing the same challenges that we're facing, or they are at the same point in their data journey um, that, that we are at. I think inside of the federal government, we we tend to think that everyone else is far ahead of us. Um, but what I've discovered is that there's a lot of people within industry who are struggling with the same types of things. And And I, I mentioned this earlier, but I think that, that one of the differences is, um, If your organization has a long history or if you're a new organization, you know, if you're a digital native company, um, probably you created systems um, in the cloud for the first time. You thought about your data as being more than a byproduct of a transaction. You thought about the strategic use of it while you were designing the systems. If your organization has been around for 40, 50 years, whether it's a retail organization or a government organization, you're probably dealing with legacy systems that weren't designed that way and that you have to figure out how to shoehorn into um, producing value. Um, so anyway, that's what I would say to my, um, my colleagues is um, you know, it's great to, to form connections um, with the data officials who are working within federal, state, and local government, um, but many people uh, within uh, other private sector organizations are struggling with the same things that we are.
0: Right, right. Downstream or upstream, however you want to choose to, to look at it, of the data integrity issue for the whole government, how would you recommend to, you know, your partners in government, how they ensure data integrity within their own agencies, you know, and as you think about that. Um, certainly, every CFO in the commercial in, in industry worries about that. You don't want to visit from the SEC, much less the guys in the blue windbreakers. But uh, if you if you're unsuccessful, then there's a whole bigger problem for the country. Um, you know, as you're speaking with your other peers in the agencies, any thoughts about you know how should they be uh, ensuring the integrity of their financial data?
1: Well, I have a I'll kind of give you two ideas uh, and just keep, keep keep it at that. Um, one is uh, a little more kind of serious and straightforward and uh, one the, the one I'll close with is a little more fun. So I would say the first thing is to make sure that you have your own control process in place that you understand and that makes sense um, to you. That's important, it's basic, but a part of that is also understanding Uh, and talking to um, other financial partners that you have about what tools they have to also help you. So within the federal government, um, we have, uh, I'm sorry, at Treasury, we have a a team, a really good team um, in our Office of uh, Payment Integrity who helps agencies to find issues with their data, to look for areas where they could potentially be making improper payments and to try to stop those. Um, in partnership with the agency. so there are opportunities um, like that that may exist in other organizations, and I I would encourage everyone to like look outside of your own office to other um, you know central um, or shared services um, that exist that that could help. That's number one. Number two is like this is not necessarily going to help with like data integrity and like and preventing audit issues, but one thing I think is really important is to try to use your own data um, to like take yourself out of your normal position and try to think about a question that you might want to answer with the data and do it yourself and see what that process is like. See where you have issues, see where the data is not quite as descriptive um, as you thought that it was going to be or not as complete as where you thought it was going to be or where the codes don't seem to align with what you think the reality is. That gives you the type of insight into what other um, analysts are experiencing and can kind of open the door for um, thinking about potential improvements uh, that you can make to your own data.
0: Perfect. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, have I missed anything? Any, anything else you'd like to share with the audience?
1: No, I just want to say thank you again for, uh, for having me here. It's a, it's a privilege to, um, to to talk with you and to be a part of the, uh, the community here talking about about data. I guess in closing, I would say for anyone who is interested in in seeing our treasury data um, on one of our public sites, I mentioned we have usaspending.gov before where we have details on um, federal contracts and grants. We also have uh, a website called Fiscal Data, which is at fiscaldata.treasury.gov. You can go there to see um, the treasury department's official uh, numbers on Topics like the national debt, just updated every day um, on uh, interest rates. You mentioned uh, treasury securities a little bit earlier. You can get data on the how many savings bonds that we've uh, sold and redeemed, I-bonds, if you've heard of those, um, those are sold by the fiscal service. There's a whole host of information there, over 108 different data tables that are updated on a regular basis on uh, information about the financial operations of the, the federal government. Um, and for all the Americans who are there, we feel that uh, that understanding this information is um, is really a key to to uh, being a part of a democratic society. So we encourage everybody to get to out there.
0: That's terrific. Well, uh, Justin, first, thank you for the work you're doing for the country. Grateful. I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> more than I'd like but I'm grateful to know that our our dollars are handled with integrity. I also thank you on behalf of CDO magazine for joining us today and for sharing your thoughts. Close out on a personal note, lifetime pianist, what is your favorite Chopin work?
1: Oh my goodness. You know, Chopin is like very uh difficult uh to <laughs> to play. I there is a scherzo uh that I I I think that I remember learning when I was in high school, though it's been a while. Um, obviously, like all the, the nocturnes are, are quite beautiful to listen to. Yeah, I would, recong- I, I would recommend. This is a slightly different direction from your taking uh, taking this. One of my favorite pieces to play um, is I'm not going to get the full French name right, but called um, it's pavane uh, for a for the dead child, princess. For dead with, princess. Uh, yeah, David the piano. Uh, Mendelssohn. Yeah, Mendelssohn. It's Ravel. Um, Yeah. The piano for that is something that I would like to learn, uh, but haven't fully been able to uh, learn yet. So I'd recommend listening to that if anyone's interested.
0: Perfect. Okay. Well, thanks again. We appreciate it. I hope you have a great long weekend coming up and uh, thank you for taking your time and our best wishes from CDO Magazine.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Phil.